When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69 from any size frozen drink like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry to a new ice cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. And we've got a man who's decided to bring the Christmas cheer <laughs> early with a festive hat which he wore all the way through Wolverhampton. Stu Hall. No one said a thing to the either. <laughs> We're going to have to put this out, though. A picture of this hat. Yeah, Ooh, yeah I was going to say, it's not really an audio feature, is it? It's, well, it's, it's like if Joey in Friends wore a Christmas version of the British hat. The, uh, the meerkat on as well. So Rich is now taking the official Fancast picture. We'll share that on social media, on, on all the channels. Um, and I did wait for the FA Cup draw, more importantly, as well. Well, we'll talk about that draw in a second. Can you just describe the hat to us for those who perhaps don't have the power of social media and will need to imagine it in their minds? <laughs> it's it's a one of a kind. I've never seen anything like mm. it. It's like the Dr. Seuss hat. Yeah. Slightly. It's, a, it's like a... It's like a bowl hat with yeah. trees and, and Christmas trees. And snowman on top. And a snowman. It's like a little yeah, snowman like a... island. Yeah. yeah. On the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the win against Rotherham, preview the game on Friday night against Nottingham Forest, but we're going to go to news, tidbits, whatever. Now, we've all just watched the FA Cup draw. Now, you're listening to this and you know what the draw is, obviously, but we've just we've literally watched, watched it together. It as like a... friends. Yes. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> FA Cup draw friends. <laughs> so we just all watched it together. Um, and West Ham away. Superb. One last chance to go there before it's demolished. And knock down forever. And we'll get 5,000 as well. Rich, your thoughts? I was going to say, in theory, we could be the last team to play there in the FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, for what, they're going to charge about six quid for a programme now, oh, just yeah. in case. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that, should I? <laughs> to be fair, Give I think ideas. it's probably one of the better draws we mm. could have had. Because, let's be honest, we don't want a team in our division because we play them twice a year. Yeah. Don't really want a team below us either, because even though we've got a better chance of winning, that's outweighed by the fear of losing. Mm-hmm. And if we get a top four team, chances are they're going to put out a second string of team and still beat us 5 0. So to get a team like West Ham away as well, so it'll be a nice day out. And it's a not, a, wouldn't go as far as saying it's a winnable game, but it's you possible. Know, it's, yeah. You know, if, I think it'll be quite a good, a good game if Wolves actually turn up. The point mash shop as well. Be a nice day down in the old, the old, old smoke. Is that what you call it? In John's day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Get some of the London Wolves guys as well. There, yeah. So it'd be good. Um, Didn't want. I think this will probably all over social media, but we noticed that I don't think any of those balls are really stirred properly. (laughs) Yeah, especially at the start. All the forties car came out together. (laughs) If you think about it, them balls were in that in that velvet bag. They wouldn't have necessarily placed them one after numbered wise, would they? Into the bag, out of the thing. Conspiracy. That's what I'm calling. If they could gods. Yeah. <laughs> and anyone else notice that Ian Dowie sounded a bit robotic every time <laughs> he um, 
25. Something like that. And the man with the hair. Yeah. Mm. Can someone let us know who that was? The, the guy he's probably he's really inspirational. He looked like a well, <laughs> He looked like a Welsh Hay Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the draw. FA Cup third round away to West Ham. Is it sort of January sometime? Isn't it? It'll it's be the second weekend. Yeah, the second weekend. Um, next bit I want to pick up is the the last fans of Parliament at Molyneux. If you aren't aware of the fans of Parliament, it's a group of fans who go to Molyneux every three or four months and kind of chat to people like Jez Moxie and Kenny Jack at a time to discuss club issues on the pitch or off the field as well. And it was the fans' parliament the other night. I want to pick up on two points on this fans' parliament, right? Two points, okay? So when talking about uh, the team... Then we I just... really hope these get to like, the real nub of the issues that are going on in Warhampton <laughs> Wanderers. No, this, uh, I know this, what one of them's going to be. Well, yeah, I know what one of them's going to be as well. <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> I'm trying to find it now. Don't, where, where have you gone? Where have you gone? Had this saved here. Everyone just meet, um, just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I literally saved it on the page. It shows you how much... You saved the page. You didn't save. Well, I saved. Page. Well, I thought I'd save it on the actual point, but where is it? Ah, oh, here's a go. Here we go. Here we go. Right, right. The first point. Right. So they're talking about the sale of Richard Stearman and how it might disrupted disrupted uh, the club. Um, uh, we tried to replace Sacco with two players, Ojo and Wallace. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> now we've talked about Wolves are trying to buy players in the aggregate, but He's not, he can he can bend the rules now. <laughs> <laughs> Did anyone understand? I don't. He's, he's, he's tried to take Sacco and split him in half. Yeah. So you get Ojo for pace. Splitting the Sacco. <laughs> There's a the title. Think, I think splitting the atoms probably <laughs> easier. But yeah, yeah, Sacco for skill. And Wally say had a chance, and Ojo's been bettered by Graham in three weeks. Well, three games. Yeah. So is Ojo the. Not Ojo. Is Wallace going to be the goal, sir? Well, I would. I kind of assumed when we signed Wallace that when Edwards had a year left on his contract, he was going to be the heir apparent to Edwards and play that number 10 role. And then Ojo isn't going to get you as many goals as Sacco did last season, but he's already shown he's chipped in with a few. Mm. But if he could if he could get five goals this season and Wallace could get half a dozen as well, there's, I don't know, there's, you know, your dozen goals between you. You really is, I, am, I am stretching to <laughs> really struggling to put this theory yeah. together. It works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Right, the other one. I'm going to read this one out now. I've got it here. This is, you know, the the it, most pressing issue at Wolves at the moment. It, nothing it, to do with <laughs> transfers. Nothing to do with Kenny's tactics. This right now, what I'm about to read you, is the biggest concern at Wolves at the minute. We can guess, but it looks like he's just got out of bed and put his shirt on. If you're talking about young Scott. Well, this is the this is the, uh, the the piece from the Wolves website. Uh, Matt Grayson promised to check out a complaint from Ian Smith <laughs> that Scott Goldborn's choice of undershirt made him look a right scruff. This after the subject had been discussed at the last meeting. Why is that even Ian, being picked up on? Ian, 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 there are bigger things in the world <laughs> than Scott Goldborn's under. No, it wasn't even his shirt. Did they say it was it um, undershirt or just shirt? Undershirt. It's why that, that's the problem. I don't know why he's, it's I, rookie error. Uh, I don't think it should it, it should be allowed because you can't wear shorts or a different colour, can you? 
Against, you were, against against modern shirts, <laughs> modern undershirts over here. When you when you, when you had them cycle short fad, you had to wear a colour that was vaguely yeah, similar yeah. to the shorts. So how, you can't wear a white t-shirt. But why is this point being brought <laughs> up in the first place? Surely that go, should go go away. Uh, to be fair, I'm of the opinion all shirts don't look particularly great on the players. I don't like the cut of them, so I think it all. I think all the sort of the home kits don't actually particularly look flattering. Mm. But that's. Of all the things to bring up, <laughs> I, uh, the things about not telling us what colour kit we're wearing for away games, even though we we'll tweak them every week and ask them, that's more pressing like to, than that. I'd like to surprise you, that's why. Yeah. They yeah. might bring out a surprise third kit. <laughs> we did, uh, remember that one that went on eBay that we played at, uh, where was it? I think it was at Shrewsbury or something. And they had to make a special one because they for, cause the, the, the kit clashed. No, I don't. It, it was, someone, will, someone will let us know. It was a, a special one off shirt for pre season. I think it was all blue. I remember we played Watford a few years ago where we had to wear a combination of the home and away. We've had to do that. Clashed. We've had to do that a yeah. couple of times, haven't we? Especially against teams like Watford and Hull, where but, the shorts have to change or something. But it was black. It was that black one with the neon piping with gold oh, yeah. shorts, and then yeah. black socks. Not, it looks a bit. But then break it. Back on the Scott Goldball thing, it's surprised. Let, let's say he does look a bit scruffy in in this under undershirt, which. Why is it a subject? Um, <laughs> but what surprised me, Scott Goldborn is isn't he an ambassador of a sports clothing range? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So surely he has the choice of whatever kind of. He could probably I, get a colour so, choice. Colour choices. He could. He could literally be the smartest person on that pitch with his undershirt. And everyone, because we had when we had black arms last year, everyone wore black underneath, and it looked mm. great. Yeah. This year. You've got all manner of weird and wacky kind of combinations because no one's got the right colour that matches our home yeah. shirt colour. So what? Again, Puma possibly. could make one for us, and that'd be nice, and they'd mm. sell them, sell it in the shop because people like me would buy it. But then you get situated. You can't wear white. Well, it don't make any sense at all. To be fair, I, I mean, I'd slay him all day for bringing up a uh, fans parliament, <laughs> but I do get where he's coming from now. I'm picturing it because you can just because kind of a bit of a V-neck, yeah. isn't it? And you do see a bit of white at the top, and it does look a little bit. Well, off. I think it's like wearing a shirt and having a t-shirt underneath, which is cold, fair enough. But if you can see the t-shirt, so we've now it's gone. Not, it's not so great. we've now gone from this is the most ridiculous comment of all time to actually he's got a fair point. He's, he's got a fair point. I just don't think a fan's parliament is the medium to express it. <laughs> Somewhere where you can just blabber on about your opinions all day long, like Twitter. Fair enough. Yes. Or this, that is almost football fancast. But yeah, that's the. Uh, that's the wow. news this week. That's that's the bombshell we're leaving <laughs> news on is uh, West Ham United and a scruffy looking Scott Goldborn. Wolves uh, went back to winning ways on Saturday and now four games in a row undefeated. Uh, with a two- <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can spin it. That's how you can spin it. Uh, with a 2 1 away win to Rodney United at the New York Stadium. Goals from ACL, New York Stadium. The, the, sorry? A seal. The, oh. If we can make it there, we can make it anywhere. Yeah! <laughs> um, goals from Henry and Danny Bart gave Wolves a win. Uh, we'll talk about the game now, rather than in a few minutes' time. <laughs> Stu, you were the fancast away day advocate. In general, how was the game? Let me just say the A seal thing first. Right. They've literally just stuck A seal above the thing on the wall where it says New York Stadium. They looked quite smart before and they've just got this A seal logo with its red and blue against a background. And in the in the daytime it looks fine, but in the dark it's a bit silly. But yeah, the um the game was alright. It was it was 
a typical mid-table championship game mm. where we actually scored after five minutes rather than against MK Dons, which was what it was. Okay. But no, it was it was better. Um, wingers. He actually had wingers that played as wingers. When they when they when they yeah, it does help. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> Graham was superb. He was he was just, he was mm. he looks like the player that should have started the season rather than sent away. When he got the Twitter vote man of the match, would you say he was also the working man's man of the match? <laughs> Probably. Are yeah. we going to go on to this thing where a flair player or someone can't be man of the match again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we, but he, Scott Goldblum could never be man of the match because <laughs> no, he's not tidy enough. <laughs> no. sure. and the, the hair was bad enough. but yeah. Now the... To be fair, Ivan Sander had a decent game as well. Mm. If you're going for working man's man of the match. Well, so much pressure on him coming back. Everyone was quite concerned. And like you said, the reaction was generally had a good game. And perhaps we'll talk about the Rotherham goal in a second, but apart from that... Yeah, there was, that was just one of them. That it, it was just our luck that he just bounced all over the mm-hmm. place. And he got the blocking in the first place. So It was a great block. He th- thrown himself in and fair play to him, but... Yeah, it actually looked for the first time. It looked solid at the back without someone experienced for or football reasons. Yeah, let's get it out of the way now. Um, yeah, it, the back four actually looked steady. Yeah, I mean Rotherham, Rotherham, they're not going to terrorise you anyway. But even so, saying that with that wind as well, I mean it was worse looking at the highlights of other games throughout the country. But there was still a swirling wind, mm. even though that stadium's all enclosed. Was it as bad as the time we played Bristol, Bristol. City away? No. Nothing. When the goalkeeper would kick the ball and it would literally come back to him. That wind would have killed someone. But that wind at Bristol City was silly. You couldn't even take a goal kick. But no, it wasn't like that. It was just, you couldn't really get a flow of play going because every time you did, and the way we seem to play now, with you pass it around for a little bit and then hoof it up. Oh, little little smart watch notification there. <laughs> no, Technology. It's, it's my dad phoning me to my birthday tomorrow, that's why. <laughs> it's a little note. Or... Yesterday, when this goes up. <laughs> da, 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 da. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, we'll just at the table, getting <laughs> the piano. Well, oh, oh, there's one right behind me. <laughs> yeah. Rich just turns around. Just... <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway, sorry. He's got a little mention now. Yeah. You know what's funny about the Bristol City away game, that, that, that wind, windy day, was that we were like 2-0, 2-1 up in the second half. We had literally everything going for us. The goalkeeper would keep the ball. It would literally come back to him. We were in, so therefore, we in their half. We still conceded a last-minute goal on the ground. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Everything was going for Wolves, was that and we on, still gave it away. It was, it was on Sky. Sky well. yeah. Yeah. I remember we, we had a few that day. But yeah, that's a Rotherham. Yeah. <laughs> uh, James Henry's goal, firstly. Just a nice cross from Graham. Got, I think it was, it was really well worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was nice to see. Well, we ain't seen for a long time with wingers cutting inside and being in the right place in the middle of the park when the other one's going mm. down the wing. Mm. We ain't seen that for ages. Where you've you've got one crossing into the box and the other one's vanished. It's always. one of the first things you're taught as a winger, isn't it? Yeah. As soon as you know, you essentially have to be a third foot man and you ha- you hold that back stick yeah. for anything that just comes over the top, especially when you're playing one up front as well. But it's a great little bit of movement because essentially, because I mean, Graham picked it at first and looked to go inside on his right, realised it wasn't on, played it to Edwards, he played it back to Goldborn, and you know, and then came back through to him. It was a great ball in and. They actually look, they look comfortable on the ball and they didn't look scared. Yeah. In the last few weeks, understandably, people have been getting on the backs and stuff. But they didn't look intimidated or anything. Maybe it was because we were away from home against a terrible team mm. like Rotherham. But there was something, there was a bit of flair there again, mm. to start with anyway, and then it, it kind of fizzled out after. But no, it was, it was all around a, a jolly good show. 
Uh, Rotherham obviously close. We talked about that. Just a, a pinging, pinging in the box goal. Really, it was yeah. It was just yeah. one of them. It's just yeah. it, was a bit, anyway. it, was, it was a bit ugly all over the place. Mm. Wasn't it? I don't think Wolves did terribly apart from not clearing their lines effectively. It wasn't like anyone made a mistake. It wasn't like all oh, Wolves have got nervous defenders mm. or young defenders. It was just a crappy goal. It was just one of them. You know, like it could have, it could have, it could have bounced anywhere. Yeah, and it was just our luck that he rolled into a bottom yeah. corner, in off the post. And then Wolves won the game just before the stroke of half time with a Danny Bart bullet header from a corner. Yeah, from an actual corner. We talked, we've talked about this, haven't we? When was the last time we scored a goal from a header mm. from a corner? And finally, we have our answer, Rotherham. And we can reset the clock now. Yeah. <laughs> was it Ebank Slandell who was also trying? Yeah, to get I the think. Same yeah. He, he's done that before. Was it Wigan away l- last season when we won? And I think when Afobi scored, Ebank Slendell's right there. To as be well. fair, he gets in very good positions, Ebank Slendell, because mm. he's got a couple of goals in the last few seasons for Wolves from set pieces. He's a real presence. That one at Notts County. Yeah, he got one he's on his debut, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. And he got the last game of the season against Millwall. Yeah. He got a goal there. Yeah. So, yeah, good goal from Danny Bart. Back on the score sheet. And he was a brilliant. Cross as well, mm. a brilliant, an actual a, delivery a from morning. a corner. Yeah, which we even Sacco, we doing that. We haven't had someone take a corner like that for a long time, mm. and maybe it's a fluke. Probably is for us, but so basically, Jordan Graham is the new Messiah at Wolves. Yeah, yeah he's a, he's the one that the prophecy foretold many times. Yeah, he's a past, present, and future. Yeah, <laughs> a Christmas cheer. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the second half, we just rode the storm out. Yeah, yeah there was. Yeah. Yeah. It was just much of a much in the second half. They they never really. I mean, they had a few like half chances and stuff. Mm. And Lafonda probably should have done better with the head that he had. Mm. That he kind of he just kind of fizzled wide. But it was it just it just died to death second half. It's quite funny how this is the first time obviously we've won in about four now, um, and we should be quite jubilant. And we're just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, won. It yeah, seemed yeah. it seemed like a, a defeat when we, everyone was walking away from the ground. No one was no one even talking to each other. It was very really weird. I don't know why. Because what? Because uh, the, the probably, narrow scoreline. Because we just kind of perhaps just got the win. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just one. It was just a ground out win away at Rotherham. Who, what are they second bottom or something like that? Mm. I think it was just. And after how bad it's been recently, I think it was. Just, but then you'd think, well, we've actually got the win for a change. Mm. Let's uh, not let's have a party, but let's be a bit upbeat about it. Now there was an interesting stat that came out out after the game. Is that uh, after 19 games so far this season compared to last season, Wolves are only three points off worse compared to last season. Uh, Wolves at the moment are 14th in the table with 24 points. Last season, at this point, Wolves are 12th with 27 points. Wolves are only still five points off the playoffs. Again, you can spin it like that. But it just shows you that despite the fact that we think we're, we're, not, we're doing far worse than we should be, we're actually perhaps at the same level we were at last season. I and mean, we're having the same barren spell that we did last yeah, season. Yeah, I mean, I think the question is, our form picked up dramatically in the second half of the season. Yeah. Um, are, it's a question, the question is, are we going to get someone in or is someone going to step up to the plate and score the goals that Ben Akifobi did coming mm. into the side last season? And I think that's the main sticking point because otherwise we are just going to stay in the same position for the rest of the year. Um we're not going to get relegated. We are going into mid-table. Don't, don't, don't say it yet. I reckon there's going to be three more. I, I mean, listen, I predicted we'll get promoted at the start of the season. So. <laughs> it's not in that fans' parliament. Mm-hmm. I do get the feeling from Jez that 
he's a bit annoyed that no one has gone, gone to him. You know what? He did really well to not sell him in the summer. And Sacco last year, when you could have perhaps got a bit of money in January. Why aren't we getting the credits for that? People do some, I think we all do this, jump to the instant negative things. We don't look at the actually. Mm. Wolves were probably good not to sell up over this summer. In some, I think they, and Sacco in January as well. Seems a bit of an ego trip for him. Oh, well done for me doing my job and keep it, you know, <laughs> keeping players on the books. <laughs> oh, what do you want? Oh, well done, well done, Jess. Congratulations. <laughs> yes. Well um, done. The, talking about phobie, the biggest talk point for the game was that phobie started on the bench. Yeah. Everybody was kicking off about that. <laughs> I thought not so much a phobie being dropped, but the fact that Edwards hadn't been dropped either. Mm. That Edwards had stayed on the pitch, stayed in the starting lineup, despite being equally as ineffective as a has been the last few weeks, and Henry to some extent being a six, seven out of ten. Mm. But then, to be fair, Henry stepped up and Henry had a great game. Mm. Edwards was probably the worst player on the pitch for us, mm. really, and he needs to have some time out now. How about Lafondra? Did he do? He did okay. Yeah. I mean, he ran. The thing about him, he, he probably did more running in that game than he has for his whole time. He had. <laughs> okay. He actually ran the channels really well, and. I mean, he, he still didn't look like a goal threat and he's not someone you can play up front on his own, really. Mm. But he did okay. You well, can't really complain. Was it, you know, we, for the last few weeks we talked about Foe's performances and we've said we're getting a bit worried. Was it really such a surprise given that his performance or no, this was going to come eventually? It probably, in, in if you look at it like that, he probably did deserve to be dropped. In, in like, but thankfully, he was dropped for Lafonda and not dropped for Grant Holt like he was at Bristol. And there was now that was a joke that game. There was no need to do that at all. Mm. But maybe, maybe it's like a, a rocket up him saying, "Yeah, come yeah. on." Mm. It's probably, socks, I mean, it's probably take him out of the firing line as well because he knows he's not in the greatest form. I mean, how much is down to him personally? How much is down to the style of play? And actually, Wolves aren't creating the chances for him to mm. score. You know that that's up to the fans and up to the players, but. He's also played a lot of football as well. He rarely gets substituted, mm. um, apart from, what you said, Bristol. You know, so he's pl- he's played pretty much constantly since joining the club, and he probably almost needs to take a couple of games out of the firing line, reassess mm. how he's supposed to be playing, and then fingers crossed, come back into it over the kind of quite hectic festive period and smash it again. Uh, just before we round it up, then, does anyone else in particular did they play well at all on Saturday? Price and McDonald played really well. Yeah, I mean, Price, Sherlock and Watson. <laughs> Price probably if if it hadn't been for Graham being, Price would have been up there again because mm. he was he's back to his best. He does exactly what he everyone knows he can do. He just does his job. Don't mess about. And he actually went forward quite more than he has done as well, which was surprising. I mean, because normally they they go forward together, don't they? And then this time mm. he was actually going ahead of McDonald in at parts. But yeah, I mean. The only what like I said, the only downside was Edwards, who had a pretty bad game, really. And out of ten, how astutely dressed was Scott Goldball? The whiteness actually wasn't noticeable. Okay, I, I think about it. No, I didn't notice I've it. Not, I've not noticed he's wearing a white underarm. It's, it's, it's white because you can see it around his collar. Because right, okay. we got no black on the collar either, have we? It's, it's just a, it's yeah. so you got a gold V-neck. Yeah. With a white T-shirt underneath. That's the thing. It's a T-shirt. It's not long sleeved like mm. everyone else. It's just a white T-shirt. It's not even like it's skin tight. No, it does by the looks of it. It's not like it's a thermal. A... It's it's just a plain white T-shirt. Unless it's a you dude. Don't, you don't think he's bleached the Wolves fancast player of the season wall from last year, and it's now white, and he's constantly just wearing it. <laughs> there is always a chance. <laughs> there is that theory. So out of ten, just 
What would you say? It was unnoticeable, so I'll, I'll let him off for that one. So what an eight? Good. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Okay. See, he's in full glare on the, the TV cameras on Fog, you know. So we'll see if he's, we'll he's, he's got his act together. <laughs> uh, so good win. All yeah, we're back to back to winning yeah. ways finally. So on Friday night, a bit of Friday night football, uh, Wolves take on Nottingham Forest at Molyneux, and this begins the run of TV games. Welcome to Sky Sports Wolves, everybody. Uh, so Wolves take on Dougie Freeman's uh, Nottingham Forest. Do, where, where are Forest this they're season? They're They're doing very poor this season. Which is going to get the table out. Are they 18? They are... 15th, one place behind Wolves. Wolves, 14th versus 15th. We're both on the same amount of goal difference. Uh, They've played 19, scored 19, conceded 19 and have 23 points. It's such a shame they don't have 19 goals, but I'll cope, I'll cope. Going back, linking Forest back to the the fans' parliament, Jez talks about how they couldn't... Let me see if I can find the quote. He he, he actually... uh, They lose more money than... Talk about Antonio. Um... They say, oh, I know it's here. Here we go. So literally directly after the, the Ojo and Wallace comparison, uh, well, but being, bringing them in, uh, we couldn't afford to buy, say, a Antonio at £60 million because he was lured to the Premier League. Do you think Wolves could have been able to lure someone like Antonio to mind you? Where is he? Where is he's he at West Ham. <laughs> when I read that on, on the way here earlier, I couldn't think of what seen him all season. I think that the two million for Cody was about our level at mm. that time. But saying saying that if we'd have spent two, say all the other money that the signing on fees and the, all the loan fees of all the other nonsense that we bought in the summer, mm. maybe you could have stretched that to three and a half, four, maybe. But not mm. Antonio, probably not. Probably someone from. Top end of League One, maybe somewhere like that. But uh, last time we played Forest at Molyneux was kind of around this, this time last season. It was a three nil home defeat, um, and it was part of that massive barren run that we had. I think we just lost to um, Derby five five nil yeah. beforehand, and then previous to that, um, away uh, a win on my birthday, two one away win with a Phoebe and, and Sacco with the goals. And um, what do we think of Norwich, Norwich and Nottingham <laughs> Forest? At this moment, are they going to be another perhaps middle order team? Someone who should be perhaps achieving more than they, they should be? They're, they're very much the same as us. And they lost mm. their talisman and they're struggling. Mm. It's just going to be one of them. I can't see Benny. I don't know why Sky picked these games. These games are t- going to be terrible. Because they saw 14th and 15th. Well, that's <laughs> what the people yeah. need to see. Don't this is what people yeah. watch when they're having a few drinks in the pub. On a Friday night, and they just need something on the telly so they don't need to talk to each other. That is literally what this game yeah. is. <laughs> Everyone else, this is why the viewing figures are so high because people have it on and they don't watch it. It's just it's just background noise. We're getting bladdered. Who <laughs> Forest still got nowadays? And they still got a ex- pretty big squad by all accounts. Lansbury, yeah, still, still got Lansbury. Still doing well for them. They've still got players like Andy Reid on their books. I think Mansi N is he still with them? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's playing much, but. We've got Matt Mills. He scored a couple at the weekend, I think, mm-hmm. for them. Um, see if they've got anyone else interesting. Doris DeVries, yeah. a former Wolves fame again. If you've got any other former Wolves players of note. <laughs> no. Still, is Britta Sombolonga injured still? Yeah, I think he is. He, he was a, it was a 12 yeah. one point. Oh, God, it's got such a big squad. Like... Far too many players. For, uh, I think that's always been far problematic, hasn't it? You know, it's still got, according to my 
one football lap. They've still got six strikers on the books. Nice little plug which, there for yeah. one football. <laughs> um, it's on the telly, but it's Friday, a Friday night game. It's a, yeah, interesting. It, it, if the result goes how we want to, it's a very nice way to start the weekend. I love Friday, Friday night football. is brilliant. Mm. Especially when we're at home. Yeah. Away Friday night football is a pain in the arse because you got all, all, you get back and you haven't had a drink. Well, you probably have, but you're not had as much as you need to. Mm. Um, we, no. Most of the people have finished work for the week, go straight to Molyneux, just mm. relax and hopefully have a good time at the football. And then you got, if you can go out and celebrate after, then you've got the Saturday to recover and then mm. as, as you were. But what, I mean, that's the, it's going to be about 19,000 realistically mm. as well, which is not great. And it's close to Christmas as well, so people are going to perhaps choose to be at home and watch it in the nice warmth compared to just spending the money to, to go. Yeah, so the atmosphere's not going to be brilliant, is it? Mm. Especially, I mean, it's only been great all season, really. I mean, it's been, been a bit dour. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 17, 18, to be honest. Well, it depends how many, how many they've sold. We'll talk about it on the podcast next week, but yes. Thursday night next week... <laughs> Leeds, that's going to be odd. No, just just listen to us. No, we don't want Thursday night. But who decides? Wait, so you mean you don't want to play on a Friday night, but a Thursday night, then the following Sunday? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, can we? You know, if we we're, we're, we'll talk about it next week, but can we imagine we're in the Europa League next week? <laughs> it's a proper Europa League night. Ironically, there'll, there'll be more people watching Wolves Leeds than who watch Europa League on Channel Five. Or ITV4 it's funny though because Wolves Leeds would be a, a, a good TV draw anyway, mm-hmm. just because of both quite large fan bases. But let's get back onto Forest. <laughs> um, there's nothing else to really say apart from the fact that it's a, at the moment it's a typical mediocre mid-table game. And if if Wolves do win, temporarily you're two points behind playoffs. Does the man- mentality start to slightly change at all? I don't think the mentality is going to change really until the end of January. Until. Mm. The Afelby situations, if he's yeah. still here. Mm. I mean, there's been so much. When you <laughs> we get a, a, a decent-ish win on against Rotherham, and then if if we beat Forest, which mm. we're more than capable of doing, are people going to start getting overexcited again? It depends. And the style of football ain't exactly been brilliant either. Mm. That was the thing. That at least they tried to pass it at Rotherham mm. rather than just kick it and rush like some kind of <laughs> six-year-olds. But I think it all depends on the style of play as well. It can't it can't be as bad as it has been this season. If they see something to cheer about, even if the result's not the best, then maybe that people start might start to believe. But I don't think just a, a win against another mid-table team is going to get people excited no, again. Really, we, sort of, we need to build up our confidence and sort of bring our confidence sort of goes into the fans at that point. So if we win on Friday, then we win against Leeds. So that's three wins on the bounce mm. and. At that point, you start looking further at the table, and then hopefully we can start scraping games one nil, two one, and it moves into two nils and three mm. one. You know, and that's sort of how it's got to go. And we've got our next three games are all very winnable. Mm. Actually, four probably I'd say because we've got Reading after that. Um, uh, but we've got to put points on the board, and at some level you've got to kind of sacrifice mm. a style of play or anything like that it's like when Arsenal if Arsenal go on a blip so they've kind of been on one recently what they'll do is they'll really knuckle down and they'll win lots of games mm. very closely and just get those wins on the ball almost nothing performances mm. and you just sort of and they just go and heard about and they kind of build up their form mm. and they build up the form and they slowly keep doing it and that's what Wolves need to do 
I know it's not as easy as saying, well, all we need to do is win 1-0 for the next four games and get 12 points. But it's as simple as that, really. It's, you know, they've got to kind of take a bit of pressure off themselves, go back to basics and, yeah, keep it solid at the back and, you know, have faith that the goals will come. Are we are we technically turning into the Man United of the Championship <laughs> with, um, with, 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 like, a, a Van Hal kind of style of football will just grind out mm. uh, enough of a result to do it? I'll take that. I'll take that right now. <laughs> Uh, right, let's do predictions then for Friday night's game on Sky, as we keep saying. Um, hopefully Sky will give us some free stuff by just keep saying that. Um, Sky, 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 Sky. Um, for the game against Monty Forest, Stu Hall, what's your gut telling you right now on Monday evening when we're recording this podcast? For Wolves versus Forest on Sky Sports. Live. Sky Sports Wolves. 3-0. 3-0. Yeah. 3-0 Wolves. 3-0 Wolves. Goal uh, scorers? Uh Scott Goldborn's t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> got no idea. Three, I'll just take three on goals. I couldn't care less. Three on goals. Okay. Rich? I'm not actually going to the game on Friday. <gasps> You're part of the problem. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so Wolves are almost certainly going to win, so I'm going to say 2-1 Wolves two again. Wolves. Goal scorers? Lafondra and Afobi. Ooh. A bit of Alf and Afobi. Um, I was also going to say 2-1, so I'm going to oh, stick with 2-1. Um, and I'm going to go for a classic combo of James Henry and Benicophobe. It's a classic combo. Mm. Um, and that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web design, check them out at operacreative.com. Follow us on Twitter at WWFC Fancast, Facebook Wolves Fancast. Um, website is wolvesfancast.com. And you can email us at uh, Fancast at gmail.com. Uh, and we're back next week. For the early than anticipated Christmas special for Wolves Fancast. The Wolves Fancast Christmas quiz will be back, by the way. Um, and it's shaping up to be quite a good one. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, so make sure you check that out next week. Uh, on the podcast, we'll be reviewing that game against Forest and previewing the game against Leeds. But for this week, it's bye from Stu. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. And it's bye from me. See you next time. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.